And welcome back, guys, to another episode of The Considerance. It's me, your boy, Eli. It's me, Joe. And we are here to talk about Black Adam, the newest uh, DC film to come out, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the man himself. When's the last time we've talked about a DC movie? Like, the Batman. That was, uh, yeah, that was... Uh, that Earlier was, this year. Well, Earlier I mean, this year. it's interesting because, uh, well, this is within the more or less established DCEU. Mm-hmm. Um... So I think it's, so when it when it comes to that I think it's been a while. It has been a while. But yeah, no. Um we are to, here to talk about the newest film. Uh there will be no there will be uh, no spoilers, so uh but we'll be talking about stuff that you will probably if you see the movie you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um cuz yeah, it's Black Adam was a interesting experience to me. It was um whether it was good or not, that depends on um, what we say in the next few minutes. And also, what your thoughts on it. Because it's been getting, from my understanding, mixed reception. I think rightly so. Right, yeah. No, I have to say, I'm like, yeah, no, it, it, that makes sense. Um, essentially, the story of Black Adam is that um, he was, before Shazam, he was the first guy. He was chosen um, and by, you know, the people. The wizards. The wizards themselves. Mm-hmm. And he had to f- use his power to fight off against the, basically the bad people. Yeah, who uh, were in cahoots with some demons. Demons. It's always demons. Well, I mean, in Shazam, it was the seven deadly sins. Here, it's it's the embodiment of hell itself. <laughs> yeah, it's just a whole uh, cabal of uh, demons that have, uh, yeah. like, hey, listen. Because uh, there's this whole, I think, you know, we start like with like a friggin' two maybe three minute long introduction of like black adam's origin essentially we have a kid narrating the whole thing uh and you know they're like hey uh this is what happened yeah you know big bad evil king wanted to summon some demons you know uh mm. kid gets chosen stops him and you know that's sort of the end of the story yeah and uh we jump to modern day in this sort of uh not exactly the middle east uh, but it's vaguely, vaguely the mid the East thing they call it, uh, Kondok. Kondok. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, which is overrun by uh, Intergang, uh, which is in the comics is sort of like um, the basically think of like every evil secret organization. Yeah, they sort of say it's like a mercenary group. Yeah, and they've uh, taken control of the, uh, the the city or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, people were just living oppressed and stuff, and we're following the, this lady. I forget her name. <laughs> I can look it up real quick, but it's not its not English, I'll tell you that. Yeah, granted, I don't think they say it a whole lot. She has a son uh, and a brother. Basically, she's like an archaeologist who's like trying to find, you know, who's trying to help out. And, Adriano Tomas. Yeah, and so she's just trying to help out. Um, stuff gets crazy. Uh, and she accidentally summons Black Adam. Yeah. She brings him back, and, uh, the whole movie sort of the consequences of that, you know, like, hey, you know, this new super-powered individual is out running about, doesn't really know what he's doing. Is he a hero? Is he a villain? Uh, people have varying opinions about that, you know, as there's a, you know, the hidden MacGuffin of the crown and all that stuff. And that's sort of where the movie kind of goes in its own little journey, you know, just seeing where Black Adam, like, seeing him decide who he wants to be, basically, you know, 
That's sort of like the main overarching story of it. Because he is very... Um, he's a very interesting character. Yeah, he's a very interesting character. He, The, the whole tagline is, he's not a hero, he's an anti-hero. And so you're going to see him do anti-heroic things. And obviously, him that grounds the attention of the just side of America, which is going to be Hawkman, uh, Doctor was Doctor Fate. Fate. It's, this happens to me all the time. <laughs> That's what happens when you have similar names. God damn it, Marvel, you and DC. Um, also, we have the Adam Smasher and Cyclone. Cyclone. I thought it was weird, personally. That we're introducing the Justice Society. Because, like, I, they, they were, like, the precursor to the Justice League in the comics. Even though, technically, the Justice League is a thing in the DCEU. So, they're, like, I'm guessing a splinter group. Because they definitely work with Amanda Waller mm -hmm. to some extent. They're not, a, you know, they're not the Suicide Squad. We're like, hey, listen, do, my, do what I say or you die. It's very much, hey, uh, you know... Uh, I see there's a uh, uh, this Black Adam guy running around. Mm. You guys want to check that out? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, and I guess this is where we'll start like the one minute review and then go into further uh, our explanation. Yeah, as to what is like going, what our thoughts on on this movie, and like like we said, it's it's an interesting one. Jay, uh, how about you start us off? Give us your like all your thoughts on this on on Black Adam mm -hmm. starting now. Black Adam is probably one of the more mixed bagged uh, superhero movies I've seen in a while. Mm. While The Rock does well in his role as Black Adam, um, uh, the plot of this movie just kind of goes around everywhere, and it's definitely a moment where it feels like the movie has wrapped up. Uh, but it sort of takes its final like thirty minute big action explosion because that's what all movies need nowadays. Um. There's solid acting from some characters. Other characters don't really have... Well, character. Uh, some acting is kind of good. Some acting is kind of cringe. And there's just a whole lot of... Uh, you know, Like I said, very mixed-bagged movie for me. But if you're a fan of The Rock or you're a fan of like superhero nonsense, I guess you can be... Having, you can have fun with this movie. You don't... You know, there's no bigger arching narrative thing, but... If you're looking for more, I guess, uh, I guess nuanced takes, especially with the whole plot of like what makes a hero, what makes a villain, I don't think this is it. You went a little over, but you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't disagree with what you said. Um, I'm about to give my thoughts uh, right now. Um, Black Adam feels like a movie that was made. Back when it was originally intended to come out. Um, this feels like we just went two steps backwards with the DC films in terms of quality. If you're thinking about something as good as, say, the recent Suicide Squad movie, this is not it. Uh, I do agree that it's a mixed bag. A lot of the acting can be good in some areas. Um, I feel Pierce Brosnan is one of the more better, character, better actors in this film. But there's also some characters I feel like really just needed a better take or it's held back by the writing. Um, the effects are decent enough as what you come to expect. I think this is the embodiment also of what people tend to think comic book movies are. Or like, you know, the stigma of them. Sadly, I would say that this movie doesn't live up to what I expected it to be. Even if it was just kind of not that much. 
I'm in my own time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean... Like, uh, where do we start? <laughs> yeah, where do we start? Where, where do we start um, this, to further this discussion? I, I guess we can talk a little bit about uh, The Rock's uh, performance. I think, he's, he, I think he did fine. Yeah, no, um... I do. He. I was talking about Pierce Brosnan, but also I would, I would also agree to the fact that The Rock is probably one of the better act, um, roles. He does carry the movie in a little sen- bit of sense, um, but it's but also it's because like he's got has to be stoic, and Rock can do stoic. He he is the reason why he's the most electrified man of all sports entertainment. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, he has you know. He has the charisma to do all the stuff. I think he, you know, I think mm-hmm. he did a fine job. Um, yeah, I won't lie. I completely uh, during that movie, I completely forgot uh, Pierce Brosnan was uh, Doctor Fate. Yeah, I, I, I won't because there was a moment I think towards that end of the movie where I'm like, yeah, this guy reminds me of James Bond a little bit, and you're like, yeah, because he was James Bond. That's Pierce Brosnan. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I looked at the and you know when the end credits were coming, that oh shit. Pierce Brosnan was in this movie. He was, I, I guess, he was Doctor Fate. And there's a reason why I was like, I'm gonna hold back before you say anything else. And <laughs> you know, uh, um, but no, I, I thought Pierce Brosnan is probably one of the more better. Well, I mean, he's, you know, one of the standout actors of this film, along with The Rock. So obviously, they're gonna be the, the some of the more notable ones. Um, but it, I think the story itself does not you know service either or other character so it's kind of um i wouldn't say tragic but it's kind of a letdown to see that these guys who could do a better job are kind of aren't given the best quality of what they have yeah like not obviously i don't think i want to get too into it but um probably one of the biggest like eh, things about this movie was the villain yeah, the villain they're, they're, is they're, they're, like the villain is such a non-character, you know. It's it's really not a non-character. It, there's really nothing to latch onto. There isn't really much of a of a reason aside from I am evil. Buhaha. Yeah, like <laughs> like it's like maybe like the one thing because uh, there's always like mm-hmm. these uh common criticisms of uh you know, say Marvel or DC, you know, DC in recent years being too dark and gritty and, like, no fun. Mm-hmm. Marvel being too happy-go-lucky. Villains aren't that, you know, interesting except for, like, couple. Um, and here it feels like, you know, like, the the, the, the criticisms of, like, the villains not being that interesting mm-hmm. fits this movie so well, you know, because it's just, it, it, it just such a non-character. I'm like, okay, you just, he's evil because... He wants to be. Just, I, he, there's not really much motive, good motivation for this guy, you know. Uh, it just you're kind of just like, okay, I guess you're you're the villain. Okay, all right, um, sure, I guess. Uh, <laughs> what do you want? Power? Uh, all right, Sh- sure, cool. Nothing, nothing, and and I'm not asking like for like say like Killmonger, Thanos, uh, Riddler, or any of the more recent like you know vaguely improved like written villains this one just isn't like there's nothing really to latch on to and like it's funny because like there's there, it was intended to be a twist yeah a little bit yeah and like it is kind of granted like it was it was kind of a twist on a twist you yes. know what i mean yes it was because the character in question was already a bit of a twist villain mm. uh, you'll, you'll figure it out pretty 
fairly early on. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I'm spoiling anything, but, like, there is a character very early on that does the twist, and you're like, okay, I guess you're, 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 you're a bad guy now? Okay, cool. And then it turns out, double twist, he's actually has some, you know, connections or whatever, and he's like, this is the real reason why he's a villain. I'm like, really? That's it? That's that's the reason why you, you okay, okay I guess. All right, <laughs> I mean, sure, all right, all right. Not, not really that compelling at all. Um, but yeah, like I I do think like this story needed some sort of like it. You, there's too much going on, like you say yourself, because you, you have like Adam who's just came back, and then it's whole his whole like. I'm this is my story and you know I'm kind of keeping it vague but honestly if you're able to put two and two together you kind of figure out real quick what's going on yeah honestly like you can kind of figure out Black Adam's main twist mm-hmm. uh, fairly early on if you're just paying attention to the monologue in the beginning yeah a little bit um, but yeah it, and also you know when it comes to the Justice Society being like you're, you're, you're evil Black Adam we gotta stop you we gotta put you you know like hey listen just you know that sort of plot line, and then there's the stuff with the crown, and then, you know, if you, you feel like, like I said earlier, like, it feels like everything wraps up, like, probably, then it turns out, no, wait, we still got a couple minutes left, bring on the third act, uh, explosion thing, because that's what every superhero movie needs, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> that- you remember how in She-Hulk there was uh, the, the joke about Kevin? How he's like an uh, a robot and he's just following the uh... whatever cells and stuff and it's yeah. like oh yes we uh, for the finale we need big action uh, happening because that's what makes money yeah that's <laughs> that's, that's how it felt yeah I won't lie that's definitely what it feels too granted it feels like it's kind of a thing with some DC movies like remember the first Wonder Woman oh yeah, yeah where yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know where you feel like that movie could have ended a little bit. After the whole, uh, where she kills the evil guy and it turns out it wasn't Ares. And, you know, like, Chris Pine has that whole scene of, like, well, some people do bad because, you know, because reasons, all right? Like, there's no, like, you know, hidden force or whatever kind of thing. And you feel like that could have been maybe a solid end of the movie. Well, yeah, because, like, Chris Pratt was a said Oh, Chris Pine. Pratt. Chris Pine. God damn it. I'm so many Chris's. God damn Thought it. Maybe your kid's Chris. God damn it. <laughs> um, but Chris Pine's, like, whole line was, um... Well, you can argue being really cheesy and really kind of like crap uh, dumb, but it makes sense in the context of what's going on, especially to someone like Wonder Woman. And in the scenario of the plot of like, this is World War One. it's it's always been treated a bit more morally gray than say World War Two in, in terms of media and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that does seem to... Especially since like in, in like I was going to say, in the movie, Wonder Woman is kind of like a, I wouldn't say a child, but like... She has this, like... Naive. A very naive, and it's like, if I kill the villain, everything's gonna be okay, the war's gonna end. Yeah. Peace among... But it's like... It's more complicated than that. Yeah. It's... it's And Chris Pine, it's like, monologue is that, yeah, humans are kind of shitty. But there's also, like, really good things about people. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what, what... That's what we... that's That's the point of living. That's the point of, like fighting mm-hmm. and all that stuff and it's like you get it because like that's why he sacrifices his life yeah because for for you know just for a fighting chance or like you know for hope which is very nice um he, where, where are we going with this no i was saying that like you know and then that movie gets plot twist aries is real he's this 
He's the he's the uh, you know. Oh yes, yeah, so he orchestrated the whole plot. Yeah, like I've you know it's real. I've orchestrated the whole thing, and now I'm going to kill you. A uh, big accident explosion scene. Let's go. And it's like, what was the point of that? Yeah, it's very similar to this because I won't lie. I was kind of actually a little bit confused. I'm like, wait, is that it? The, the... No, there was a moment where you're not. Uh, where I even I was like, oh, this is wrapping. Up. This is weirdly wrapping up. Not like good, <laughs> like. But, but it's like okay, I guess this is an ending. I mean, it's different. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, you know? it's not a big like. Expo- it's different. I'll give it that. Yeah, you're right. And then like, plot twist. It's like oh god damn it. Yeah, remember <laughs> that little thing over there? Turns yeah. out you know, villain plan in motion already uh let's go and it's i like, was thinking 10 steps ahead the whole time and it's like all right then. I, I, I was really like I, I think i saw you grown a bit yeah um but yeah i mean the plot is definitely they, they really needed a pat another pass through mm-hmm. or something because i think one of the other big plot points or like rather morals i guess of the movie is uh you know, because Black Adam is an anti-hero, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's this whole thing where it's like, you know, I'm not a hero, blah, 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 blah. You know, and like, character's like, well, he, you know. Like, it's it's a very, it's like, they have this half-baked attempt of arguing what makes... You mean the thing that had annoyed so. me throughout the whole movie? <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, I was aware the Justice Society is a thing. Um, Hawkman is a very by-the-books kind of character. And so, what his whole thing is, is that his like his problem with, with Black Adam is like, you're going around killing people. That's not right. And the argument, the counter argument would be like, but you're not doing anything. You're not saving us at all. You're just sitting there, letting them live and stuff. You didn't help us out at all. Where were you the whole time? He's here to help us out. And I'm just like... Okay, this is, seems like a very interesting uh, idea that we're going with. Okay, where are we go? We're, okay, we're going nowhere. We're just, you know, spatting to the wind. No uh, counter arguments. No. Not, not, I'm not asking for a goddamn debate in the middle of a movie, but it's like, you know, you're, you, you have these themes going on and you're not doing anything with them or this conversation and it leads nowhere. Yeah, because I, throughout that entire time of like seeing that like this is like gonna be a thing with the movie mm-hmm. i just kept you know thinking back to uh say you know the conversation in the daredevil season two with uh uh daredevil and punisher you know mm-hmm. that's that's you know a perfect conversation of like what makes you know those two characters different why they believe they want to believe you know like why does the punisher kill why does devil not yeah. kill you know that constant argument like is it right for us to kill you know the bad guys kind of thing but no, we don't have that. It's more very much like a screw you. Yeah, like it's there is there isn't much of an argument. Like there's maybe one line uh, that kind of feels like it's going to be the start of like the debate, but it really isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, it's just a weird like through line that just doesn't really go anywhere other than just like a couple lines of like he can do these things because he's not a hero, and that's what makes him cool. Well, not you know, cool, but you know, that's that, that's what that's what we like about him. And I'm like, really? Because like, I feel even comparing it to say Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. Like, 
it's a little more complicated than that. Yeah. Like, something like that should be a little more complicated than it being just as black and white as they're trying to make it out to be. Because, mm-hmm. like, there, there's literally a moment where one of the characters is like, for you it's all black and white, but for for things it's much more morally gray. Okay, so how is it morally gray? Never explains herself. Never explains herself. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess we can talk a little bit about some of the uh, characters Speaking of uh, Hawkman, you know, you saying he's very by the books. He's also very flat as a character. Not really much goes on with Hawkman. No. I mean, he's cool looking. I'm, you know, once again, the DC movies are sort of uh, making their characters look cool, like Aquaman and stuff. You know, I'm guessing because most people are kind of like, wait, Hawkman's a thing? He's just a guy with a hawk mask and can fly as a mace? I guess that's neat. <laughs> yeah although at the same time i feel like people who grew up with like the justice league cartoon know hey hot girl's a thing and she's cool and she is one of the cool characters too there's a lot of stuff around those characters that can be a little confusing but uh no it's it's usually just kind of like very straightforward and very understandable kind of you can just usually like you know just dumb it down easily um, but no, there's these really much nothing to go with just to be like more of an antagonistic figure towards Black Adam. And it's funny sometimes. Sometimes it's like, just shut up, both of you. Yeah, because it's not, definitely... not just you, Hawkman. Black Adam, you shut up. Yeah, because it, it, it kind of gets into a little bit of a dick measuring contest at a certain point. Oh, yeah, no, that's what it, yeah. Or it's like, I, screw you, no, screw you. <laughs> and it's like, I'll fight you, I'll fight you. And that's it. Like, there's like a point where like they just start fighting and, you know, Dr. Face just sitting in a chair just like, I'm just going to let this uh, play out. Not really my thing. Also con- also making more collateral damage. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, bro, like, you're on it. Like, it feels like these characters are like, hey, the Justice just Society always comes in, does some collateral damage and just leaves. This is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you're, Black Adam started this, and now there's collateral damage. What the hell? <laughs> I, I would argue he made more collateral damage. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's such a weird, uh, it's like a weird take. Yeah. Um. He's also kind of powered down a bit. Same thing with Pierce Brosnan's Doctor Fate. It feels a little bit of a power down compared to what he's like normally is in the comics. Yeah, because I feel like Doctor Fate has always been just, uh. Like, a tier above. Yeah, a tier above and when it comes to stuff with like magic and stuff. Like he's like just you know, he he does a bunch of crazy ass shit. Yeah, he just as crazy or even more crazy as Doctor Strange. Yeah, so just to see him just like do a little bit of magic stuff here and there, like that isn't like I don't know. It's like, okay, I guess this is neat. Mm-hmm. But it's kinda of weird because he's you know if like I think he says it himself, it's like I'm not strong enough to take you on. But it's like Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> I, I, as so, as someone that I feel like at least knows a little bit about some of these characters, I'm like, I feel like you're way more powerful than you're letting on, Doctor Fate. But I guess that's fine. <laughs> Maybe because you're old. Maybe it is because you're old. He yeah. said he's lived through uh, like a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two characters, Cyclone and Adam Smasher. I'll I'll let you take that one. I mean, they're all right. Um, Cyclone is. I mean, I know, I think we were discussing, she's, she is a little bit of just, hi, I'm the girl of the group, but she does have her own thing, like, she, you know, they, they try to hype her up, it's like, yeah, she's super smart, this and that, stuff, and, you know, 
that's fine. But uh, she still is kind of just treated as just, I'm the girl. <laughs> I'm there. Yeah, like... And, you know, yeah, she has cool powers and stuff. And I think they're even, they even try to delve a little bit into her backstory. Um, but it's very glossed over. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it just feels like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, this is the reason why I have my powers and stuff. And, yeah, something kind of messed up happened to me when I was young. I'm like, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, it's fine. We're not going to talk about it anymore? Nope. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> even with Adam Smasher, who, like, is in this iteration is the second one... He doesn't really do much. He's just kind of the. I think we were He's talking the about goofball. This, yeah, we were talking about this on the way back. Uh, you, you were saying he was like just a big doofball, like the doofus, and he really kind of just like messes up more than more than not. Yeah, you know, like he's constantly like, "It's my first time doing superhero stuff," and it's, "Oh no, I, I tripped. Uh oh, I accidentally knocked down the statue. Oops." <laughs> Which I'm like, uh, why is he here? And the con, there's like this like. Like, it granted it happens twice, but it's just like him and Hawkman just like, hey, you and me. When we get back, you and me. And it's like, yes, sir. And it's like, I mean, I guess that's supposed to be funny, but it's, yeah, it's not funny until the third time. And you didn't do it the third time. No, you didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a such a bizarre. You know, I I'm not they just they're not much character to them. No, there's really nothing much to them. Um, which is kind of sad because if you feel like the Justice Society, while like not being in the Justice League, should be like at least like like something there. Like there should have been something there to you, for you to latch onto. Yeah, because I feel like they mentioned like their whole thing is like we try to keep order mm-hmm. in like international affairs and kind of mm-hmm. thing, and I think that's what's supposed to make them different from the Justice League. Yeah, we're like, oh yeah, we're like the uh, the you know the the guys that go in to stop the big threats and stuff when they happen, but. The just society is more of like we try to maintain the peace, you know. Mm. And if we can't, then yeah, sure, bring in the Justice League. Uh, which I guess that's what they're gonna go with with this iteration. But yeah, it does feel weird because the Justice Society was supposed to it was like the first iteration mm-hmm. before the Justice League. So I don't know. It feels like it feels like if they were to do something like say thunderbolts as like the first like team up thing for marvel mm-hmm. even though uh like then later on it's like i don't know i, I don't know where i was gonna go with this like it feels like they're being put at, up on a pedestal like it's weird having them both at the same time mm-hmm. i guess and while like I, marvel doesn't really have that kind of thing at least in terms of the comics i'm pretty sure like there wasn't like a first ever team up you know mm. It's like well, it's like this. It's like if they introduced the Fantastic Four, and the Sinister they've always been around before the Avengers, or around the same time as the Avengers. Yeah, I guess you know we're like, hey, we're the Fantastic Four. We've been here since uh, the Avengers showed up, and it's like, where the hell have you guys been? Yeah, yeah. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, certainly interesting how they handle that. Um. I think some of the side characters, like the sun, is uh, definitely a character. Oh, he annoyed the hell out of me. Yeah, and I, I do not blame you. He is a, uh, I, I don't want to blame it on the actor himself. No, I don't either. I think the actor himself could be good, but he, let's just say that the writing again does not give him much to do. Yeah, like. <sighs> 
I think the lines and the direction he was given just really makes him just kind of annoying. And so much of it is Like, he's that. supposed to be, like, a superhero fanboy or whatever. Yeah. And he's constantly, like, just trying to make Black Gun, like, be like, oh, yeah, say a catchphrase, you know, like, uh, we need you to be, you know, you, should, you know, like, you, you be a superhero, you can get, you like... You compared it to Terminator 2's relationship. Yeah. I, in fact, I feel like, something I forgot to mention in my one of my reviews, like, it feels like a weirder version of Terminator 2, almost, when mm-hmm. you think about it. You have two characters who are, like, kind of, uh, you know, the Terminator and the uh, Black Adam, who do bad things, mm-hmm. but they kind of don't know that they're doing bad things, almost. But while uh, in Terminator, like, you know, uh, John Connor's teaching the Terminator to be, you know, mm-hmm. compassionate, to, you know, be a protector, to do heroic things mm-hmm. kind of thing. Just because, like, hey, you know, like, hey, that's not the right thing to do, you know? Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, here, the kid in this movie is very much uh, like, yeah, you should do like superhero things. Say your catchphrase, you know? Like, and all that stuff. Maybe tell him I sent you. Yeah, tell him the man in black sent you. But, yeah, but you say before, you know, before you kill him, you know, just, just point that out. Okay. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, okay, <laughs> this is a little weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know his actions are very annoying, and but I'm like, man, you would have, you should have been dead three times over. Yeah, get, considering all the shenanigans you you've gotten yourself into at this point. Yeah, this is this should have turned out a lot more worse than for you than it should have. Um, but uh, I th- what? But the thing about so you're comparing it to Terminator Two, but the thing about Terminator Two is that it was mostly just you know Arnold and the kid. Mm-hmm. It was mostly like this kid having like found a sort of father figure in the Terminator, and which is why the ending is such a sad scene, because it's like oh he lost his like surrogate father. Yeah. Here it's none of that. Even though it feels like he kind of might set up, because there's definitely a line where it's like he's like where the mom is like saying, "Hey, don't teach my son violence," and it's like. Oh uh, yes, you should let you. Ah uh, yes, the father should be doing that. It's like, well, his father's dead. You can't do that. It's like, oh, who should be teaching him then? <laughs> and it's kind of like, well, I mean, I guess it's supposed to be. Is he supposed to be a father figure? Because he doesn't seem like it. No, he doesn't. <laughs> There's not many moments he looks up to like like Black Adam, but more of a superhero than anything else. Yeah, he's like, you're like the coolest superhero ever. You know, you're here to protect our people. That's awesome. Even though you cause so much collateral damage. Doesn't matter. The bad guys are dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're not even really good proving your point. Yeah. Okay, wait, that's a little too much of that. <laughs> a little bit too much. A little too much. Um, so, the mom herself is also just like a non sequitur in this whole thing. Like, she's just kind of there to give exposition. Yeah, I mean, like I said, she's an archaeologist, and she's more or less like, you know, she's just kind of there for a little yeah. bit. Um, like her whole thing is like, I get, obviously, once her son's in danger, it's like, hey, help my son, you know. Uh, but yeah, she's yeah, yeah, I, I agree. She's definitely just kind of like there, not really much mm. going on with her. I mean, besides that, I mean, yeah, a lot of these characters, again, like besides, you know. Black Adam and say Doctor Fate. You know? I would also add um, Hawkman into there because at least his interactions with Doctor Fate make him a little more interesting. 
Yeah, considering there does seem like they, it's very implied they have a history. You know, they've been. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, you know, uh, Doctor Fate. I've been working with them a long time, trying to bring them back in. You know, help us out on this mission. You know, so yeah, I agree. There is a bit of an interesting uh, dynamic with them, I guess, where it's like you're my old friend and most trustworthy partner. Mm-hmm. You would uh, never let me down. Same thing to you, partner. Um, but yeah, it's it's just. I don't know, yeah. It's the characters are just for the most part are kind of bland, a little bit flat, not much there. Um I mean we already talked a bit about the plot already and just how weird that is. I mean, is there anything else you wanted to like, talk about? Because I feel like the effects are fine for the most part. I don't really I, think uh I think we can talk about how I said this in in, in my one minute. This movie feels like it was written like five, ten years ago. Yeah. It feels like it was a step backwards for what they've been writing from since the like the last big uh DCU movie. There's a lot of like things that like would make sense if this was made at the time. Um there's also just like a lot of like slow mo effects in the movie where places I don't feel like need slow mo and it kind of like just gets like annoying real quick, real fast. And it's almost like they took a page off of Zack Snyder, not to like dog shit him, but it's like these guys like looked at what he does and like let's try to recreate that, but like without having any sort of ironically nuanced as to how he does it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm wondering if, considering that The Rock is a producer, did he have any involvement? Because he's been working really hard to make this movie happen. Do you? It's, he might have had a hand into like what things played out. I don't know. This is me theorizing. Don't take my theories for for you know. This is really weird. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Um, I don't know how much say like The Rock had uh, in his roles in like say The Fast and Furious. I don't know if there was any sort of conflicts there in terms of like. Oh, hey, there's a lot of conflicts. Hmm. But yeah, I do think, uh, you know, The Rock being a producer and just the way this movie turned out. Because I remember, because I think I actually looked it up a bit, that uh, um, the whole process of this movie, you know, like, back when, like, I think it was like 2014, like, when they announced all this stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, when announced sort of, like, that initial slate of, like, DCU stuff mm-hmm. and talking about Shazam, that, yeah, we're going to get uh, The Rock to be uh, Black Adam. And I think at the time I was like, okay, cool. Uh, he's going to play, a, you know, the, the bad guy in the movie? That's cool. And it turns out, uh, as we got closer to Shazam, I was like, okay, uh, it turns out The Rock will not be in this movie. He will be in his own movie. And it's like, okay, cool. We're going to get a Black Adam movie. There's a lot of character with that, you know. Um... Maybe we can, like, that way you can save up some, like, you know, stuff for the second movie of Suzam. And, you know, no much, not a lot to get into exposition with Black Adam. If he's getting his own movie, then it's like, all right, we can just fight. Then it turns out, no, like, uh, Black Adam's not going to be in the second movie. Especially that we know now through, like, trailers and stuff mm-hmm. for uh, the second Suzam movie. He's like, oh, okay, uh, that's interesting. And it turns out, ah, uh, yes, um, we there are talks now that uh, The Rock wants to bring back Henry Cavill so that they can fight in a movie. And it's like, I feel like 
<laughs> I feel like The Rock, once he got into the idea of Black Adam, read some comics, saw that Black Adam can fight Superman, and be like, I want to do that. You know, <laughs> I, I want to fight Superman. All right, let's get it done. And it's not like it's not the first time that The Rock has, like, you know, had very big influence. Like I said earlier with the Fast and Furious movies, there's like. Uh, yeah, the, you know, they got their, he got his own spinoff with a. Just to stay him. Yeah, stay to stay him. Just like a way for him to get away from uh, Vin Diesel because they were feuding. But yeah, no, he still got his like his movie with Jason Statham, where he where you know it's very much like, kind of centered around him. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, heck, you know, I remember like there's a plot point where they go back to his home, you know, with like you know his Samoa roots and stuff, which you know, The Rock is very proud of. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, heck, now that I think about it, you know, if you remember, if they fight Idris Elba, who's like this, like super enhanced like soldier he straight up just calls himself i'm black superman <laughs> and now now that i think about it you know now dwayne the rock johnson will fight you know wants to fight superman as black adam mm, he's getting his what he wanted it, it comes full, full circle and i can't believe uh <laughs> the rock uh played 4d chess with us all this time the man's a madman <laughs> he is a madman yeah but i yeah i, I kind of agree with you i don't necessarily think the rock used his producing credits to be like we're gonna make this movie about me i'm gonna be looking cool and that's about it you know yeah um i think he definitely let the everybody be like hey let's make the story how you want to do it but i i definitely want to get this out because i think he i think he likes the idea of playing an anti-hero mm-hmm. like this you know to make himself feel different from like say other superhero properties mm-hmm. and whatnot um But yeah, I'm just, it's mm-hmm. a very interesting, like, I guess it would be a very, it's an interesting coincidence to see all this stuff lining up, at least in terms of like how the production of Black Adam. Mm-hmm. And who, who knows, maybe like part of the reason why uh, it probably took a long time was because maybe the studio wasn't really that confident, but Dwayne The Rock Johnson said, you know what, let me be a producer on this. Let me put my own money to get this up and running. All right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're like, okay, fine, let's do that. Um, but, yeah, as a whole, uh, God, is there anything else to talk about? Because I feel like... No, that's about it, If, if uh, just not to get into spoilers, right? Yeah. But essentially, I, th- I do think that this movie itself is kind of eh. I think that's what we both said when we got out. It's, uh, theater is like, eh. Yeah, I was, you know, it's just a very... Like I said, it's a very mixed bag. Um, there are parts that, yeah, I, you could enjoy a little bit. I think, you know, like, some some act, some of the action sequences, um, you know, The Rock's mm-hmm. performance, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. You know, those are all very, like, nice mm-hmm. things to, like, uh, look at and, like, be, like, have fun with. But, like, there's just other things that just bog down the rest of this movie to be just, like... What are we doing? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like for me, it was that whole like, uh, like the conversation about like the reason he's a hero is because he's willing to kill all like you guys, and it just leads nowhere. Or like the fact that it's like shaming them for not killing the the people. You know. Yeah, I really want to see uh, this lady try to take on Batman in a debate about what's right or wrong about killing people. Mm-hmm. And I want I want to see where she, she you know. 
when they give her arguments whole weight against Batman. Yeah, no, Superman, yeah, no. You know. If you if you want something like that, go watch Superman vs. the Elite. That sums up everything as to why that's that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's just fine. I don't think it's the worst thing ever. Um, there's just a lot of things I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm not feeling this, man. It's not. It, part of it has to do with the story. Part of it has to do with some characters. But yeah, I think that's about it. I mean, if I were to give a rating, I'd probably give it like a 7 out of 10. You? I would go 6.5. Really? That bad? Well, I mean, in my... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think I differ in terms of a lot of uh, critics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not to say you're contrarian. Not not to say I'm a contrarian, obviously. I, I, I differ in terms of how I view the 10, you mm-hmm. know, the 1 to 10 rating scale. A lot of people sort of feel like, oh, once you get to 5, it's awful. And it's like, no... Five is in between, is in the in between. Mm-hmm. Five is fifty percent, you know. So that that to me is a uh, of that is just pure unabashed mediocre. Mm. And for me, you know, like a six is like you know, there's a lot, there's stuff that's like, yeah, this is interesting stuff. But like I said, it's a mixed bag. Mm. There's probably stuff you could enjoy that would make you feel like, oh, this is like a seven, seven and a half. Mm. But uh, for me, you know, the stuff that like weighs it down brings me brings it down to like a six. You know, like yeah, no, no, I get that. That makes total sense. I I, I would agree to that. Um, but I mean, that's much more I can say about Black Adam. I think I would. I mean, I would look forward to a second one in terms of like who the Rock is gonna fight. I guess. Mm-hmm. He wants to fight by uh, Superman, Henry Cavill. He might fight. He should be fighting Shazam. Um, but it yeah. really should be more of like a Superman Shazam team up to fight Black Adam. There is a movie of that, so you can go check that out. Um, but yeah, I think that's about all I have to say about the movie. Um, but yeah, it's all right, guys. It's all right. Anyways, if you enjoyed uh, what you heard, be sure to follow us on all social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're most active on Instagram, at the Centurions, and uh, there you'll find a link to all the podcast sites. We're officially part of like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. And a link to the YouTube where you, all you audio listeners out there can put a face to the voice. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell on that uh, on the YouTube. And we do have a Patreon for anyone who wants to support us in any form of way. And yeah, Black Adam. Well, we'll see you for the next uh, DC movie. Yeah, you know, um, heck, what's the next DC movie? Is it is it Aquaman? Is it Aqu- is... Uh, is either Aquaman or Flash? Boy, when when we get to the Flash, that's gonna. Oof. Boy, there's a lot of stuff to talk about when it gets to the Flash. Oh yeah. I mean, to be fair, probably you probably would have gotten Batgirl right, but. Yeah, circumstances. circumstances yeah anyways guys that's uh, me and boy Eli me Joe you guys have a good one peace